0: Start hiring
1: professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by The Space Cube. Declutter, stay organized and create space in your home and office today with The Space Cube.
1: Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. And I'm Kirsty Frugia from Feels Like Home. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. To hang out with us more, check out the Art of Decluttering on Facebook and Instagram. And we'd love you to check out our website, artofdecluttering.com.au and see all that's happening over there. Let's Let's get started. Today's episode is an awesome one curse because it's one that affects you and I just as much as it affects all of our listeners because we're talking about home offices. All our listeners? No, but like it affects us as much (laughs) as it affects the people that are our listeners. Yes. Yeah. Not everybody has a home office, because not everybody needs one. Exactly. But we do. We do. And we have them. We do. We have two in our house. We have two in our house. That's what we definitely live in the first world, don't we? Oh, two offices. But mind you, it's first world. But also, it's awesome because Cal's company doesn't pay for an office. My company doesn't pay for an office. It does. Your company, no. You know what I'm saying. Oh, i am been riling you up to are. You are. But it is awesome. I love having a home office, possibly because I just love work. And I love working and I love the fact that I can get up at 7am and have my breakfast while I answer emails. I love it. I love it. I love having my home office. I like that it's my place. Tell us, can you describe to us your home office for people who are not me and have not seen inside your home office? Let's describe how it works. What does it look like in your house? They have two home offices and then I'll describe how it works in our house. Okay.
2: Well, Simon doesn't work from home very often anymore. Uh, so his office is rarely used, but it is set up as a home office and our Chinese laundry room.
1: I was going to say, does it have like a secondary purpose? Yes. <laughs>
2: it has It's Chinese laundry room. Excellent. Yep. And then my office is only purpose is to be my home office and where kids print off their multitudes of paper. so my home office has a desk in it with my laptop and my screen I've also got a big bookcase so if you've ever seen me on a Facebook live you have seen pictures of my kids behind me and all my doTERRA oils behind me and my picture or my sign that says believe and um yeah I've got FLH also on my bookcase which stands for feels like home and yeah that's my home office I love it I love that it's my my place. Does it have a door? It does have a door and it even has a lock on it which (gasps) I always forget. I didn't
1: know that. Yeah. gold Kirsty. I know I should use it more often. Yeah you should have like a system where the kids like slide paper under the door if they want you. Yeah they do. And you can ignore it if you don't want to. They do that. And if you've got Maltesers which I know you quite like. You can lock the door and eat them in peace and quiet. Uh, may or may not have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about yours. So your home offices are both separate rooms. Um, ours are a bit different. So Cal has a room that is like the fourth bedroom of the house that is his home office. And in there he's got his desk set up and everything he needs for work and he's got two couches, like two armchairs, I don't actually think they get used very often, to be honest. The idea was he could sit and do reading because he's often doing reading and research, but more and more that's becoming online. So the armchairs don't get used the heap. My home office has never been a room but it is a part of a house that is sectioned off for me. So we've got a; it's called the Rumpus Room on the it's plans, a but it's kind of a sunroomy, entrancey, mud roomy kind of thing. It is that kind of like sunroom or extended yeah. sunroom or that like tack on room. Yeah, it, I, what I think originally is it used to be a veranda. Yes, and I think at some point in the last fifty years, someone's just enclosed it. So there is no heating, there is no cooling, but it's totally functional for what I want. Yes, it is very functional. It is
2: very that feel of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not, and it's not a, it's not a room like Cal has, where you are like, oh, it's a room. It's got a ducted heating vent and things. Yeah. No, no, no. This is like anyway. So that's my office. I've got all of the family admin. So anything that happens family admin wise, anything that happens simply organized or out of decluttering wise, everything is in that space. So my work bag, my work stock, everything, and I really like it. Mine has lots of natural light. Um, Which does make it hard, but I really, really like my home office. The only problem is it has no doors. So if I'm on an important call, I cannot section myself off from the rest of the family. But um, I love it. And the other downside is what? (laughs) Is when
2: we're on Zoom because we do most just for you listeners. Yeah. Most of our communication is done via Zoom meetings because then we get to see each other's frustrated face. <laughs> we get to really interact with each other like we're just in the room, even though we're a thousand mile, kilometers, a thousand kilometers away from each other. But you can see from your home office, you can see the street and you can see your letterbox. Oh, yes, I guess. And distracted. you can see people. So she's often turned her head and looking at something. I'm like, what are you looking at? Yeah. But she doesn't just, like, do it for a second and then look back. She's always their eyes are
1: always darting out <laughs> yeah so i feel like i'm like the neighborhood watchdog because, <laughs> because our whole front is windows yes i like to see when the neighbors drive in and drive out and who's walking past and i see like the kids from up the road when they walk home from school and yeah. when the daughter's not being very nice to the son and she's walking like 10 paces ahead of him and i know all oh, things haven't gone well at school today for those kids <laughs> i love it i love it i feel like i'm well connected <laughs> Home offices look like a bajillion different things, though. It could be a desk in the kitchen, which is what I've always had. I've always had a desk in like the dining lounge area that's just that one spot. And that's worked totally fine. In fact, that worked well for about 14 years before I moved into this front room. Yes. Yeah, and
2: they can be bedroom part of your bedroom as well. We spoke about that in the master bedroom a little bit, like touched on that master bedrooms can have multi purposes sometimes. So yes, your home office can look like anything. Can it can even just be a command center. Yes. Somewhere the where the ha- the family paperwork does go and where everything lives
1: yeah, admin wise. Yeah. And I think what is really good, and we want to encourage you right first thing, is to set a vision. What is it that I want to do in this home office? What's the purpose of it? Do I actually run a business from home and I'm sitting here 40 hours a week? Is it a side hustle, so I need to be able to pop in and out in between kids having naps? Is it something I work on at night? Is it a multi-purpose room? So is it also the guest room? So you need to kind of contain your clutter. How does it look? And, and what is the purpose? Is it just that you want to be able to pay the bills? Maybe that's the purpose or maybe it's just you want to be able to watch Netflix in there on your own.
2: Yeah, or maybe it is a reading room as well. Like maybe it is a library. I've we, we went and looked at a house years ago before we built our house and it had a home office that was
1: like a library. That's what my parents have. Oh, Bay so, windows, oh, floor-to-ceiling bookshelves. Yeah, and, and built-in cupboards yeah, everywhere. It was yeah. so
2: beautiful. I still dream of that house. (laughs) I'm slightly sad that we didn't get it at auction. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. I love my house now. (laughs) So what storage do you actually need is a really good question to ask yourself. Often in home offices that we go to, there's a filing cabinet and a desk with loads of drawers. And so it is not just asking yourself what like, what do I need? Do I need to go out and buy something? But am I using everything that I already have in this room to the best of its capacity and functionality? Like, yes, I've got a filing cabinet. Do I need a filing cabinet just because I've always had a filing cabinet? Do I need one? Like, do I need, a de- if you're going, if you're at the very beginning of your journey and you're like, right, wow, I'm setting up a business, I want a home office. What do you need? What is the vision for that room? Do you actually need a desk with three drawers on both sides of you? Do you need drawers? Like what? Why? What? What? For what purpose? (laughs) Think about it. Think about the vision. Think about the purpose for every piece of furniture in there.
1: And I think a great um, vision to have is what's the least amount of furniture I can have in here to really do what I do well? Because I think sometimes we keep stuff. And we don't need it. And when we talked in the small business episode, we talked about people that do multi-level marketing. So you might have doTERRA or Tupperware or makeup or whatever it is, and you end up with flyers and packaging and bags and email lists and all kinds of things that you physically have. Do you need those? Or can you actually downsize? Like the filing cabinets, you need a three drawer. Well, actually, can you just do it with a one drawer? And is it better for your, the flow of the room to downsize? Yeah. Less is best. I find we're often decluttering furniture from offices because when you set up your home office, unless your business is moving to your home office as an intentional decision, you often start out like it's a startup. So it's like, oh, my mum's getting rid of this and you drag that in or there's a spare bedside table, drag that in to sit the printer on. Like I find that a lot of home offices are like higgledy-piggledy totally fine but you may not actually need everything you've pulled in there excellent I love it I totally agree I
2: totally totally agree and often like we are we often talk about repurposing things and using having multi-purpose storage so that you can move it from one room to another and it doesn't look odd and it's not um and it's useful and functional We want to encourage you if you're decluttering or if you're setting up a a home office to really think about what it is that you need, like, first. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'll stop banging on
1: about it because I feel like I'm banging on about it. Do you know what I set up in a lot of home offices, and I reckon you probably do too and our listeners can do the same, is I set up what I call the office work store. And so I gather all the unused stationery, Mm -mm. So unused sticky tape rolls, unused binders, unused books, unused clipboards, pens, everything, and put it all in one spot. Because what often business owners do is they're like, oh, I need something. I'll go to Officeworks. Oh, look, that's on special. Oh, look, that's pretty. <laughs> and you come home and you do not need that stuff. So I like to set up for people their little mini Officeworks store. So you shop there first because it's free. Shop there first, get what you need, and then just go through that because – You don't need a whole lot of stationery as a small business owner. And I say that, I know that. Kirstie and I run two businesses each, the Out of Decluttering and then our own personal private VIP client businesses. We don't need a whole lot of stationery and neither do you. And if you're holding onto it because when you finished another business or when hubby closed down a business and bought home stuff or your kids bought home stuff at the end of the school year, you're like, oh, I can't throw that out. That's good stationery. That's not true. You can donate it to a kids after school care program. You could donate it to a tutoring club. There are so many options for all that stationery that you just simply are keeping just in case, but you don't need to.
2: Yeah. Or don't go to (laughs) Officeworks. Shop at your shop first. I like what Gretchen Rubin says is uh, keep the store the store. Yeah, that's good. I love that. Like keep the store the store. They're paying for the, you know, they're paying really good rent. For all of that stuff at Office Works, <laughs> let them pay it. <laughs> Stop filling your cupboards with this. Yes. <laughs> so, and we love saying to shop your home first. We do. We talk about that in pantries and kitchens. Like, go and see if you um, have it before you go to the shop. And even if you do need to go to Office Works for one thing, take a photo of your your. Store your home store before you go to office work, so when you see a bargain, you can go, Actually, do I need it? Oh, look, look at my photo, I've got five of them already. (laughs) (laughs) I often find that, like you with my clients, there's an overabundance of stationery. I think I don't know if it's the way God created us, but I think. A
1: whole heap of us love stationery. Oh, Office Works was my favourite shop in the world for about ten years. I would just go and wander through. The smell of stationery, like just the the pens all match, and they're all like everything's colour coordinated. It like fills my tank. I love it. I have always loved it, and I now try not to window shop in places like that. I go there because I need stuff, but I try not to go there when I don't. I can't remember the last time I went to Officeworks. We went together when I was up in Sydney. That was the last time I went to Officeworks. There Office you go. Works. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Space Cube, which is a totally awesome product that we are just a little bit in love with. Kirsten, and I recommend them to clients, but more importantly, we use them ourselves. I have one on my desk that has literally changed how my desk feels. My oils, my charging cords, all my stationary rulers, staplers, business cards, everything is in one place. So no longer do I have like stuff spread out on my desk. Everything is in this space cube and it just really looks nice too. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I love how beautiful it
2: looks, how functional it is. And I also love that it's made from bamboo. So it's sustainable. I absolutely love this product and I love recommending it to all of my clients and they're giving all of you listeners $5 off when you enter decluttering in the checkout. So go check it out at thespacecube.com.au. Hold
0: up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: We've spoken about it before and we'll speak about it again, but we love the KISS principle. Keep it simple, sweetheart, sweetie, all those other words that you well know. (laughs) And we think it works in the home office as well, not just with your stationery. But as we were talking about with your furniture and with everything, like even how you set up the desk, put out the bare minimum that you need and see if that works for you. And if that works, that's awesome. That's then you know that you don't need everything on your desk. Or if you like having everything on your desk, then do that and get rid of your drawers like There's so many different ways of keeping it simple.
1: Yeah. And I think there's something great value about having things that you need while you're working away from the desk because it makes you get up. So I'll often say to clients, let's put the printer out of arm's reach purely for the sake that I want you to get up during the day. And that's from me, who I could quite happily sit in my chair at my desk for hours and hours and hours. It's good to be able to get up and get a glass of water. It's good that I have to get up when I print something. It's good that when I want to check a client detail, I need to get up. That's actually a really good habit to get into. So I have um, a space cube on my desk that has all the stuff in it, but there are still some things that I store elsewhere because I want to move. Awesome tip. Awesome. My watch tells me to get up every hour. That's good. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like my bladder tells me to get up every hour. (laughs) Are we getting old, Kirst? (laughs) You might be. (laughs) So another thing we want you to think about is how do you function in the space? So do you feel like when you sit down at your desk, you're being efficient and functional? Or do you feel like things aren't quite feeling right, like you're having to reach further than you should or you're constantly getting up for the same thing that should be at your desk and something that's at your desk should be elsewhere, do you feel like the room is functioning well? Do you feel like the system that you have for your filing is functioning well? Because part of what we want to help you do is function better and sometimes that means a system overhaul. Yeah, totally.
2: I've worked with clients who just couldn't get – things working well for them and that was why they called me in because they were Mm. really frustrated and all it took was reassessing how they preferred to work so do you you know do you want to get all your invoices done at the one time and and does that work for your business like can you wait a 24-hour period to get your invoices done so sit down after lunch for 30 minutes while your, while your food's digesting and just do the boring admin work that you need to do, punch out those invoices and then leave it for 24 hours until you do the next ones. And that's what we want you to think about. Like what is frustrating you in the way that you, your office runs and the way that you're carrying out your business and think about why it is that it's frustrating you. Is it frustrating you because, you're not moving well in your space or is it actually the processes and procedures that are frustrating you? And if that's the case, think about what it is about those processes and procedures that's frustrating you, that, oh, I just get stuck into something and then a client rings and wants their invoice. Well, then change your system and say and give that expectation to clients that their invoices go out once a day at 1230
1: yeah, and think about what processes you can declutter. Like, are there things that you're doing that are actually completely superfluous? Do you find that you post on in, your habit is post on Instagram at nine o'clock every morning, but then you spend till 10 o'clock scrolling what everyone else is posting on Instagram? Maybe you need to set up an automatic system and save yourself an hour, even though it's a 30 second job. You're actually going to gain back an hour or do you find that your emails are particularly distracting when you're in your home office and you need to not have your email browser open all the time? You need to close it down and twice a day. You need need to really think about decluttering superfluous things in your office and working life.
2: Yeah. And even if they're not superfluous, like Facebook and Instagram, we need that to grow our business and we need emails, but having uh the heart of what you're getting to, Amy, is having set office times for doing that work. And so I love that. Like, I love chunking up your day and thinking about, and, and this works for some people and it doesn't work for other people, is actually going, okay, I do emails from 10 to 11. Then I do my invoices from 11 to 12. And then I do, you know, whatever, whatever, and really chunking up your day that way. Or does it work better that you just have Mondays is invoicing, Tuesdays is creative work, Wednesdays is
1: yeah. whatever? Or maybe you're like me and you even though I'm very organized, none of those appeal to me. I'm a I have a to-do list and I don't have an order. And I don't care what order and I don't care if something that I was about to do all of a sudden gets pushed by an hour or something that I wasn't going to do till this afternoon. I go, oh, I can do that now. I have a very flexible work day and I don't have any rules or systems around the time of how it works. So Cal and I might go, oh, why don't we both go and pick up the kids from school today and we'll take them out for an ice cream. And I go, great, three o'clock, take an hour off or at 7 o'clock I'm like, oh, I've got a great idea for an email newsletter that I want to send out to my community, back to the computer. And I, that works for me, is being really flexible. It just works for me. So if you are someone who goes like, oh, I feel like I really should be chunking my time, you got to do what works for you, sister, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's – and. I think that what we want to get to is
2: what is frustrating you. If nothing's frustrating you, if you love the way that you work like Amy does, props to you. We love that. That's so awesome. And we, we, we can't wait to celebrate you and your success. If, however, things aren't working, try and figure out what it is about it. Because, yeah, most people don't like doing invoices. <laughs> it has to be done.
1: I love doing my invoices. I know. And you. Every time you say most people, I always like I'm like the outlier. Yeah, you are. That's because you're
2: an accountant, but not an accountant. Like you're a. You love paperwork. I do. However, you're not gifted in accounting. No, (laughs) I am not. But you love aspects of accounting. The point is, the point is that. Some things need to get done and some things are going to frustrate you. But what is it about? Is it the whole thing or is it just the way that you do it? Is that what's frustrating you?
1: I was talking um, at a webinar once that someone had asked me to come and do for them, two business owners who were working from home, and I talked to them about how decluttering and organising gives birth to creativity and productivity Mm -hmm. and how once you have decluttering and organising really working well, and it doesn't mean, you know, you have to spend an hour on it every day. It's like getting to that place... There's this burst of creativity that comes forth and there's a burst of productivity. So sometimes when I'm on the phone and I'm talking to a small business owner and they're talking about how stuck they feel, I'll go, just go and declutter your desk, go and declutter something, take your mind off the problem, declutter, organise, and you just watch. Like people will say, oh, my goodness, after our decluttering session, three invoices that were outstanding and I'd kind of written off came through that week. Or I came up with the best marketing idea ever after our decluttering session because your brain gets decluttered as well. And that creativity and productivity are birthed and it's so good. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about about,
2: was about being consistent and figuring out a system that works for you and your unique business and your unique personality and being consistent with it and giving it a red hot go. Often we hear, you know, like you may may hear something that Amy says and you're like, oh, that's so awesome. I want to be like Amy. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Amy's laughing. But that, that happens every day, Amy. <laughs> so you, you try it, but you're not consistent at it. So then you chuck the baby out with the bathwater, but actually what the issue was was being consistent. That's great. And so I challenge you to stick with a system for a good couple of weeks. You know, they say, they used to say a habit takes 91 days. Now they say a habit takes not, they used to say 21 days and now they say 90 days. So I'm not saying that you necessarily have to stick with a bad habit for 90 days, (laughs) but I do want to encourage you to be consistent and try a system because that will give you the Ability to assess whether it's a system that's not working or it's your consistency that wasn't working beforehand.
1: Truth bomb right there. <laughs> that is so good because sometimes we'll set up systems for people and they're like it just doesn't work for me. Like actually, it would work if you stuck with it. Yeah, it's that we set up a great system for your incoming paperwork or an NDIS client. We set up a great system to manage your, your NDIS things. And but the pile grows next to the system. It's not that the system's not working; it's that you stopped using it. Yes, love it, Kirst. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and sometimes the system doesn't work. Yeah, but you've got to.
2: But you got to test it to see if it needs tweaking or not. Yeah, and you've got to really test it. And testing it is being consistent.
1: Do you have a Google Home in your office? Wait, no, not in my office. Because mm. I think I would just. Talk to it all day. Ask random. Stuff. So um, I want to try something out for everyone that does have a Google Home in their office. So let's try this. Okay, Google, set an alarm in 15 minutes to become a Patreon supporter. Did that work <laughs> for anyone's house? That's so awesome. I want to see if that works because what we want to encourage you to do today is make an investment in your business by investing in us because we want to invest in your business is come onto our Patreon team for as little as a dollar a month. And we really want you to go, do you know what? That's part of my business expenses because these girls are helping me increase my creativity and my productivity through decluttering and organizing. So if your Google Home just set you a reminder, when the reminder goes off, just jump on patreon.com forward slash the art of decluttering, the links in the show notes, and I'm going to see if my little tricks actually worked. That happened to us the other day, not with Patreon, yeah. but
2: our neighbours, we've got a Google home outside on our deck so that we, the, we can play music outside and our neighbours set up theirs and our neighbours said, Google play this music and it was playing and because both of our decks, our, our frescoes face each other. So later in the afternoon, I thought their music was really loud and it didn't bother me because they're great neighbours and like it, it didn't bother me. However, Oliver went and opened up the, the, the door to the alfresco and I was like, Oliver, did you put music on earlier today? And he goes, Mum, I haven't been outside. What are you talking about? And, I was, and he goes, ah, our neighbours put their Google Home on and it set our Google Home off. That's, That's so, so good. So we had music like <laughs> amplified that is the best yeah because we've got our google home we just go like google home play this on spotify and then we'll play it
1: oh that's so funny well we'll see I wonder if we have some people become patreon supporters out of that
2: yeah so we're not going to say okay google turn off the podcast
1: you just did <laughs> <laughs> if you're still with us how about we read out a um, review that someone has left left for us this one is from itunes and it's from Liz in Briz. We're going to assume Brisbane. She says, there's an episode for everyone on here. It's been especially helpful for keeping a tidier home with two kids under four and teaching them to tidy as we go. I'm a naturally messy person, but it's really helped me reduce my clutter. Good work, Kirsty and Amy. Whoop whoop to my naturally messy people. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us today. Do come over and become a Patreon member or just come over and say hello on our community page. We'd love to connect with you further. We've, got, we've mentioned a
2: couple of episodes today, so I'm going to put those in the show notes as well because we have done one on small businesses and your office desk for if you work in a workplace as well. So there's a couple of other helpful episodes that we have. So look out for them in the show notes, peeps. Can't wait to see you next week. Bye. Or, or chat to you next week.
1: <laughs> I'll try again. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Space Cube, which is a totally awesome product that we are just a little bit in love with. Kirsten and I recommend them to clients, but more importantly, we use them ourselves. I have one on my desk that has literally changed how my desk feels. My oils, my charging cords, all my stationary, rulers, staplers, business cards, everything is in one place. So no longer do I have like stuff spread out on my desk. Everything is in this space cube and it just really looks nice too. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I love how beautiful it looks, how functional it is,
2: and I also love that it's made from bamboo. So it's sustainable. I absolutely love this product and I love recommending it to all of my clients. And they're giving all of you listeners $5 off when you enter decluttering in the checkout. So go check it out at thespacecube.com.au.